0: And I'm Leanne. And we are happy to be here tonight after taking a one week hiatus. Sorry about that. That kind of was my fault. A little bit of time in the Huskau. Wow, well, that's okay.
1: <laughs> so, welcome I back,
0: and we hope you enjoy our interview. show today. Is. Oh, ho, ho. I don't know if you want to go there.
1: How scary is that? So, Paul, you weren't with us last week, which really sucked. It so, did. we substituted. which he did pretty well. He did
0: pretty well for the introvert that he is.
1: Yeah, he did really, really well.
0: I was actually really impressed. I liked the show.
1: Yeah, the show was pretty good. Uh, The sound is better. Yay. We have better sound people. Um, So, Paul, a little bit about yourself. I know that you used to teach.
0: I did used to teach. Yes. Tell us. I used to teach electrical apprentices at this place called Sate in Calgary, ah, yeah, just taught a lot of physics and electrical code, and yeah, that was, that was about the lowdown. Electrical code, so you were like a professor. Well, uh, you can't really call a professor until you have a master's degree in education. Um, I was an instructor.
1: Ah, yeah. okay, an instructor. Yeah, and so what was your basic day? As an instructor,
0: <laughs> oh shit. Well, this will, if I tell you my basic day as an instructor, this will tell you why I'm not at State anymore.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> right on. Where are we going with this? Are we keeping it PJ or are we going to totally take it to the next level?
0: Um. Well, fuck it. Let's next level it up.
1: You want a next level? Let's yeah. next level it right now.
0: Okay. So, for, I taught there for 11 years, and for 11 years, my routine was pretty much the same. The first, I'm gonna lie. Like the first year, I worked really hard to to get to know a lot of the material. Once you know a lot of the material, the rest is it's it's a piece of cake. If you understand, you know, five to ten laws of physics and can explain them fairly easily, your job there was a breeze. Now that's both good and bad. It's good for you, but it's bad if you have a management team who wants to make it look like you really have to work hard to do your job. I didn't have to work hard to do my job. Um, so for me, after my first year, my last 10 years looked like this. Um, I was never uh, the guy who liked to sleep in, so I was up always early in the morning. Um, okay. I would be in my office for 5.30 a.m. Okay. On the first Monday of the week, I would photocopy every single thing that I needed for the entire week.
1: That's pretty organized. Good It is you. pretty organized.
0: It took me about a whole hour to do yeah. that. <laughs> An hour, that's not bad. Look at <laughs> no, you go. I mean, you got those professional photocopiers. Those things rip off stuff pretty quick and they hole punch and staple everything for you. And so, I mean, that's... need one of those for our show. Yeah, not quite yet. We're not there yet. One day. But, um, so, yeah. I was in my office at 5.30 a.m. Now, prior to 5.30 a.m., from 5.00 a.m. till 5.30 a.m., I was getting stoned as fuck in my car
1: like like stoned on what just weed oh just weed okay
0: yeah yeah just weed like i i was like before it it was legal yeah prior to um teaching and when i first started teaching i was a really nervous instructor so i would have to i would teach like a 50 minute lecture in about 10 minutes and then Ah. would end up having to repeat it about five times in order to get my point across so i find i found smoking weed really calmed me down and really relaxed me for the lecture and once I started doing that oh everything started flowing so nice and smoothly right? yeah it was great
1: why do you think I smoke before I usually do the show or anything okay well or anything except for work <laughs> I don't smoke when I'm at work
0: right true me too Yeah, I also don't work anyway
1: <laughs> well I don't know do you consider I guess considering what I do I would be I'd be working because I'm Kind of afraid sometimes for my life but that's yeah. okay and he was on with you okay so you did the stoning
0: I did the stoning i'd go in and i'd photocopy on the monday every single thing i needed for the entire week uh once that would happen i would kick on my xbox and i brought in a 48 inch tv to my office and i would
1: so you do the rest of your class um via xbox
0: no 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 i would just play xbox so i was ready to go to class
1: oh good for you
0: yeah it was great um you know gets you in the zone yeah Stone instructor Stone, plays Xbox and free coffee has. and hot chocolate, so I was just nice and toasty, toasty in the brain and in the body. Nice, nice. Um yeah, then uh, I would go and I would teach a class. Chances are now the way they schedule classes, I think this might have been just because they didn't like me. Yeah. But I would get an eight o'clock class, teach till ten o'clock, and then I would have like a four hour break then I would have a two o'clock class and teach till four o'clock. Now this didn't happen all the time, but it happened more often than not. So I had like four hours between classes. So then I'd, you know, sometimes you'd go to the gym or go swimming or I'd go do a side job because I'm an electrician by trade. Mm-hmm.
1: Um. So you had like a pretty lax schedule that way then.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I was making like 110 grand a year to work 16 hours a week Holy and shit. nine months a year.
1: For you, I mean, so was good 10 for me. Years but here's the thing: it, right?
0: anybody else who's listening to this who isn't doing that now is gonna be fucking pissed at what some of those contracted government employees get. Oh yeah, right? I and bet. Yeah, for sure. It, it was a it was a golden egg that job. It was phenomenal.
1: And did you just decided to retire out of it?
0: Um, well, after about ten years, like I was really. Uh, Getting sick of it. However, there was a, I was approached by NMax, which is our city power company, to build some curriculum for them, and uh, they approached me through that LinkedIn website, LinkedIn yeah thing. So yeah, they did that. I started doing the building some curriculum for them, and apparently, um, they actually asked Sate first to build curriculum, and. And when Sate found out that I was building curriculum for them, it became a conflict of interest. Oh. So I was given a package that year. It was, it was a good thing I was given a package. But, yeah. But, uh, yeah, because they, they, they probably didn't have to do that, given all that. But, yeah. Uh,
1: so how long were you married for then?
0: Oh, you know I was married. Yeah, we do. Okay.
1: You brought your ex-wife up on the first show. Oh, did I? Yeah, you did. Fuck.
0: Okay, um... I think I was married I think I was with her for 17 years and I think we were married for 14.
1: Holy crap. Yeah. That's a long time.
0: It was about it was about 16 and a half years too long. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: But you two know Two kids later. In in hindsight, with the two kids that I have, I wouldn't change a thing because those two kids are worth it. Yeah. Every little bit of pain and suffering I went through to have those kids, it's worth it. Yeah. Right? And I'm not saying she had an easier ride. She probably had some pain and suffering, too. I mean, I probably wasn't the only one suffering. Yeah. I mean, we both Well, just when you're unhappy. When you're unhappy, you're unhappy. Right? Yeah. Shit marriage is a shit marriage. It's, shit marriage. it's and not I think, just for one person.
1: I think sometimes we think that having children is going to fix that situation.
0: Well, that's what we did. Yeah. yeah. We are like, hey, kids will fix this. And it us. just makes it worse. And it makes it fucking way worse because then you're so much more disconnected because now all your energy is focused on these kids instead of the, the relationship of you know, trying to rescue this relationship or whatever. But Yeah. 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 Relationship rescue um, with with kids is does not work. No. At all.
1: No. No. So you guys have been separated for now?
0: Uh, since 2017. So three years now.
1: Three years now. Yeah. It's when did you are, separate in 2017?
0: September. Yeah, September. Of okay. September so almost of the end 17. of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because my ex, actually, you know, it's weird. My ex left me in February of 2017. Oh, crazy. Yeah. So it's been. It'll be three years on the seventeenth of February this week. Oh,
0: congrats! That he did me happy like, anniversary,
1: right? That he did me like a lot of justice. Like he for really sure, because
0: he got a pretty good guy right now.
1: Yeah, he's pretty fantastic.
0: Yeah, pretty decent.
1: Pretty excited. Actually, we're interviewing him after Paul. Oh, I can't wait! Right, he's uh, been trucking for about thirty years. He's class one. Um, so that's exciting, but back to Paul first, because we need to get Paul out of the way so you guys know who this guy is since he hasn't been around.
0: Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh,
1: so, so you like your, we all know from the first uh, two shows that you hate cardio and I think you realized that we said you, if cardio was a it's person, necessary, you'd stab
0: it. yeah, it cardio is necessary, but I fucking cardio is like my ex-wife. I fucking hate cardio <laughs> just like I hate my ex-wife. <laughs> right. But she's necessary because she's a mother of my kids. Right. Right? And cardio... That's a good well, analogy,
1: actually. I
0: just thought of that. That's a
1: great fucking analogy. Fucking great. Yeah. I know.
0: I'm a fucking genius.
1: Yeah, sometimes you are.
0: Once in a while, yeah. When we're yeah. not being pretty. I can pull something out of my ass and throw it up there and it might sound good. Well, that
1: was a little <laughs> difficult. That was so a this, bit different, was, yeah. That was... That was a worse whatever analogy. Whatever you do. What do you, whatever you do with your shampoo <laughs> bottles is not my business. Um, okay, so... You do the gym quite a bit, as we've discussed. Gym is my
0: therapy. That's yeah. like my therapy. Like I've, uh, I've done a fair amount of therapy since yeah. uh, I'm a, I'm a recovering addict as well. Yeah. Um, like, I weed wasn't obviously the only thing yeah. I got into, um, mm-hmm. but
1: as we've all done, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, not all of us, but I mean, some of us go through phases. I mean, for me. You know, when I did a lot of drugs when I was a kid, I had the switch. And, you know, when the money ran out, money ran out. Or when it was time to go to sleep, time to go to sleep. And then later on in life, fuck, it just, the switch broke.
1: Uh, You know, I I thought about it the other day, about addiction. And I really, there's a lot of people that, all, all of us suffer from addiction in one form or another.
0: Yeah, addiction is, there's
1: multi
0: forms of it a, a synonym for addiction is passion yeah. so if you have a passion for anything and yeah. put energy into that passion yeah you are addicted to it for some reason yeah. like f- for for a while i was addicted to golf yeah i would call in sick to work so just i could go golf. golf yeah i would lie to people yeah that, and break so plans so i could go golfing <laughs> like and i was the addiction like addiction of it golf do they have a golf crazy. rehab clinic do you think i wish because maybe it involved would involve some golf
1: yeah yeah well, or not golfing
0: I or be controlling interested. your golf. If I could control my golf, I'd be a better golfer.
1: There you go. Yeah, but um, I yeah, but I, what I'm saying is, I think for addiction, it it hits all of us and resonates with us. It's some people have a super addictive personality where they can't break free from it. Yeah, I do. And others use it to harm themselves. There's yeah. like there's 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 the two addicts, right? Yeah. There's the addict that doesn't really want to be doing it, doesn't enjoy it as much, which is myself. That does it to hurt themselves?
0: Yeah,
1: and then there's the one that really enjoys it and takes it to the next level.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. So and, and those people, the ones that take it to the next level and really enjoy it, they're usually functioning addicts. Oh, I know. Right. I mean, they can yeah. make their life work. Yeah. With their addiction and power to them, if you if you can make your life work and yeah. and enjoy your passion yeah. and make it work without destroying any other relationships in your life, yeah. Fuck.
1: But good luck. You're my hero.
0: But good luck because yeah. in the, in the end. At some point in time, the more energy you put into this passion or this addiction or whatever, um, you will take away energy and attention from something else that requires it, and eventually destroy everything. Everything,
1: yeah, so. everything. And then it doesn't. And like I said, it doesn't matter what kind of addiction it is; everything takes over, right? Yeah. So, um, and then you and I have been friends for a couple of years. We met through Well, we like we've talked. We've met. We met through Karen. Basically met through Karen, but we met as we were teenagers. Just don't remember each other. Yeah. Um,
0: we definitely partied together, just not really knowing.
1: Yeah, not knowing. Yeah. And uh, I think what's really cool is the friendship that you and I developed off of a, a, like a coffee date. Yeah. Like we became like these really good friends. Like even when we met each other, it was like I'm not really interested in you that way, but it's kind of like a. But the
0: the sense of humor was pretty on par.
1: Yeah. Like like I love you to death. But I would never be with you, and then yeah. unless I think you feel the same way, we drive each other nuts and kill each other anyways. Yeah, or get into a lot of trouble together. I think more we'll get it's, into trouble. It's
0: together. it's one or the other, yeah, or both.
1: Or both. We make good business partners for I sure. I think so. Um, we're Paul and I are both December babies, so we're super one wild. day apart. Yeah, well, one day, one day in a year, two,
0: two, whatever. Fuck off.
1: <laughs> I just want to make sure that I reiterate that you're much older.
0: Yeah. Much older.
1: <laughs> much older. Right. We'll
0: see what happens when much older as we're in our seventies. Right?
1: You, when I'm walking like a hobbled old woman like today. Um okay, so you you've had, we have had addictions, uh you've gone through a divorce. You're still in the gone process. Through a, I'm
0: still in the process. Like that's the one thing, is like we and I don't really know this this was my first practice marriage. Mm-hmm. So I'm still figuring shit out on how to fully separate from it. it yeah. There's there's still a lot of animosity in the yeah. in the relationship, which is shitty because my kids kind of I I think as as much as I try to shelter them from it, they're aware of it.
1: Yeah, they feel it.
0: Right? Yeah. So and that's one thing, you know, I would love to be able to to turn around for that, but you know, it is what it is.
1: Yeah. Um and then I've seen you with your like, so You guys have 50/50.
0: Yeah, we share kids 50/50, so they're in my world, now for the next five days. That's awesome. Yeah, so we do a five and two rotation because the court says they're we can't do week on, week off, even though that's what I would like to do week on, week off, but they're too young yeah. to be away for a week. Yeah. So they just do, we do a five and two.
1: Five and two.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, so we are bringing Chris on pretty soon here. We're going to do an interview with him. I'm glad that we got more information as we go on the show and go further with it. Now that we have our sound corrected, we are going to give you more and more of ourselves. We're probably going to do another show in another month where it's just Paul and I speaking about addictions and depression in your forties, because it's a real thing. Um, Most people I know have addiction and depression or in one form of another. Mm -hmm. Um, It's hard for us to admit. Um, I think that everybody needs to be able to relate to that. Because that is the part where we were trying to throw the fitness and nutrition in.
0: Yeah, I found I found like uh, through my depression and becoming I mean, the thing was 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 when you're sobering up, you're all of a sudden exposing yourselves to feelings that you And you're, you're just,
1: responsible for your actions. And you're
0: responsible for your actions. I yeah. mean I was responsible for my actions through addiction as well. Yeah. However, now I gotta be aware of what I'm doing yeah. and and be accountable. Yeah. Even more so because now I'm like, well, fuck, now I'm sober. I can't blame this on anything else. Now this is, if I'm just being an asshole, (laughs) you're just being being a dick. dick. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Okay, so we'll be right back after this and we look forward to giving you more today. Thank you. Cha-cha.
0: And we're back.
1: And back with us is Chris Golka. Uh, he's a truck driver. He's been doing it for about thirty years. Chris, we're gonna let you introduce yourself.
2: I'm uh, Chris. I'm fifty three, as Leanne says. I've been driving for yeah, probably close to thirty three years. Anyway, um, thirty three
1: years. Thirty three years. That's a long time. That's like as old as me. Right? Almost. <laughs>
2: you say I'm older than dirt, then.
1: <laughs> yep.
2: You can just call me dirt. I'll
1: just call you dirt. I'll go with that. Okay, and. Your lifestyle, so you have how many children?
2: I have four children, three girls, and a wonderful boy that's a penny right square in the ass. But uh, three girls are 27, 25, 21, and his boy is 20. And he's looking to be a pilot. That's cool. Yeah, my one daughter... Commercial and, or... Um, he's getting into um, private license and then going to commercial. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. She's got to quit smoking the green stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's kind
1: of hard to be a pilot when you're smoking green stuff. Oh, yeah. What would f- it be? I think it'd be way more fun. I think it'd be fun. I think so. like, You'd probably scare the shit out of your i pretend passengers. everything was a... F-
0: I'd be in a TIE fighter. Okay, <laughs> this is why you're
1: not a pilot.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. Okay. No why. Why. Why,
2: drink it, why drink and drive when you can smoke and fly, right? Yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good one. Okay, so you have four kids. Um, you work for a trucking company right now yes i
2: work for a company out of calgary here i run uh do a lot of bc um put up a lot of uh i want to say brain dead ammos mfers motherfuckers
1: well isn't it the same in any job
2: yeah not really not really you know when you're in the highway it's like especially out in those mountains in the snow you're putting your life in other people's hands every day out there every day every Every day day. those
0: highways are scary you must have some serious techniques on, on how to control road rage because that's a, been a
2: problem for me um well you know um i used to just i used to smoke when i was driving quit doing that but um i know it's just uh water off a duck's back now it's not the ulcers and high blood pressure just is not worth huh getting irate anymore i okay. do have a little bit of road rage but I'm, i keep it in control i'm i'm a thing is, is, if a trucker gets road rage, like, seriously,
0: someone's probably dying. Like, they oh, size yeah. their trucks. And it's like, it's, you can't just, like,
2: slightly... No. Get into someone you else's lane nudge someone. and nudge someone or... or you know. Yeah. spend them for a ride. I had, to, like, uh, what, three weeks ago, we were stopped for an accident. I step out of my truck, and I'm talking to the guy on the road there, and this clown comes clipping between the two of us, three of us. We're diving in the ditch, getting out of the way. And uh, he just ran... Uh, rental stop sign. Didn't even hesitate. Didn't even look. With a truck? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just about, uh, just about took us all out. Uh, just about ended five lives on that highway that night. It was interesting. Caught yeah. up with him around the corner and uh, had a little discussion. Me and my pink hair got out of my truck and uh, went crazy.
1: <laughs> pink hair. What's that all about?
2: The pink hair. Well, it started out, uh, a friend of mine says, you're no longer in the 80s. Sorry. This is no longer the '80s. You need to uh, you need to get rid of that mullet. And well, I'm stuck in the '80s. That's just me. So yeah, he says he he says, <laughs> he says I'll, I'll give you 25 bucks to cut that mullet off. I said you'll give me a hundred. We'll dye it pink and we'll give the money to the kids with cancer. So I've uh, I'm up to just about a thousand dollars on that so far.
1: That's awesome. It's
2: commendable. Yeah, and, that's uh, pretty cool. And the mullet comes and, off.
1: So if people want to um, donate. When do they have to donate and where?
2: They can go to hairmassacre.com online. Um, click Donate Twice and look for my name, Christopher Golka. Okay. And um, they can donate there.
1: And where else can they donate?
2: They can donate at uh, the Lighthouse Pub. Um, down here in Deer Run, they're taking donations for me. and okay. Or if you see me on the road. See me on the street. Just say, "Hey, you're Chris with the pink hair. Here's yeah, well, twenty bucks." Yeah, you
1: can't miss him. It's long pink hair, and we're so excited when it comes off next week.
2: Yep, all of it. All, all of it. it's coming off.
1: Yeah. And so um, you've been a trucker. You've been married. You have kids.
2: Yeah, I'm married for. Well, actually, I still am until hopefully two months, and then in comes that magic piece of paper that says you are divorced.
1: All to do it again.
2: All, all to do it again.
1: What are you yeah. thinking, eh?
0: Yeah. I gotta say, I've gotta I wanna kinda take credit for part of this. Yeah, you, you dropped can. me off and told if me to I behave. Yeah, if I didn't drive you there. Yep.
2: I know. You dropped off my future. So there you go. and so oh,
1: for shit. those of you that don't know this, this is actual my actually my future husband that we are interviewing today. And the only reason we met was because I was super hammered on tequila from the back alley while we were trying to promote our show and I didn't want to go home and Paul's like, well, what do you want me to do? And I said, well, drop me off at the lighthouse and I'll go to karaoke. And so he dropped me off, got me a drink and told me to behave. And I gave him the finger and a hug and he left. (laughs) And then the next day I was with Chris. Yeah. And the second day that I knew that I was going to end up marrying this man, I had to phone my mother and tell her that I was getting remarried and then she asked me if I was on drugs again. <laughs> and I had to tell her I was straight. <laughs> so how do you feel about getting remarried again?
2: I'm looking forward to it. You know, um, the first time was... Uh,
0: practice marriage. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, yeah, exactly. marriage, thank, right? you. You, yeah, thank you. It
2: was a practice, exactly. And it didn't work, you know, but um, I'm quite looking forward to this. Quite looking forward to getting married again. Here's uh, uh fine... Fine woman. Leanne is. Yeah, I am. (laughs) (laughs) Only because
1: he has to sleep beside me. Toot toot, motherfucker. He's He's a little afraid of incinerators.
2: Yeah, and being led out to a dark dark farmer's field.
1: I only threaten that sometimes.
2: You threaten it enough that I'm thinking it's serious. Probably once
1: a day. (laughs) Um, Okay, so married in June.
2: Um... Yep, June 13th we're getting, we're tying that knot.
1: Yeah, we should actually do like a, a little bit of a show that
0: day.
2: Now, the 13th,
0: is that kind of a, is
2: that a lucky number?
0: Is yes. that an unlucky number? Lucky. Okay. Lucky 13th.
2: Yes, it has, um, there's a lot of 13s in our lives, into both of ours. Uh, yeah. My father, born on the 13th. Um, I believe you're.
1: My grandmother was born on, and they're both actually April 13th. Yeah. Hmm. His father was April 13th, and my grandmother was April 13th. My grandmother that raised me. Crazy. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. Uh, we met on the 18th, which is what I wanted.
0: 18 minus 5 is 13.
1: Right? There you go. I didn't even crazy. think about that. I know. Holy shit. There you go. Um, wow. I'm, That's I'm, another thing. Um, <laughs> look at Poggle Mathematical. He's,
2: he's thinking, Crick, you were a, uh, an instructor. Look at yeah. you. You're fast. <laughs> Both of us <laughs> are like, And you're, and you're straight. Bed-max. Wow. Yeah. So
1: really cool. We were going to do it on the 18th, because it was a Saturday, and it fell on a karaoke night, because we met on karaoke night. But then um, he was married the first time in July, so I figured, well, why do that? Yeah.
2: yeah. No, we so don't want
1: that. So we chose the 13th in June. And Paul's a part of that, which is pretty cool. We've got Parker a part of that. So it should be an interesting wedding party. In fact, I think Get you me. guys should probably do a show on your own.
0: I might break out a of sobriety that. for that one day.
1: I think you should.
2: I think you should, too. It's uh, it's going to be a hell of a, we'll hell of a kicker. We'll
1: There's uh, 58 I'll keep people so far out. without spouses that have said they're going. So really? it's going to be like 100, over 100 people at the wedding. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah, it's going to be a big party. I'm
0: pretty excited. And you get Please. to
1: sing your song for me that I like oh, so much. Oh, do I get to sing that? Like, yes. That could You're be like serenade me. your That's my first wedding, wedding dance.
0: No, I'm not uh, dancing oh, to that. Oh, come on. What's what, What's the song? At a Median Pace by Adam Sandler. It's my song. It's my song that I sing at karaoke.
1: The one where he shoves this shampoo bottle up his ass.
2: <laughs> okay, All right. I'd like to see that. What's better, not is the that shampoo I... bottle go up your ass, but I.
1: <laughs> I actually talk. <laughs> I act. Who? Oh, you mean I Leon? Oh, no, he, he like <laughs> legitimately acts it out. Like, hardcore gets right into it. Yeah. At karaoke. Oh yeah. Paul likes to karaoke too. He's done it sober. I right, Actually did it I did sober it sober, and that was
0: actually really weird. That was my when you saw me do that. That was my first time karaokeing sober ever. But you did a really good job of it. It was weird. I'm going to tell you. I was way more nervous. Chris likes to karaoke. okay.
2: Chris carries over to So, how, so, how, that, did, so.
1: Uh, how did we end up getting together anyways?
2: Um, I think it might have been over mass tequila.
1: Yeah, there was tequila. And, uh, more tequila.
2: Yeah, there was. There oh, was yeah. more tequila. And I don't know. I just uh, stumbled in there on a Saturday night and walks this fabulous individual. And... um. How did it go there? It was uh so Do you live around here? Actually it's like heavy metal. Are you from around here? <laughs> uh yeah I am. Where do you live? <laughs> Just over the hill. Well, uh, what are we still doing here? Check. And, <laughs> and who that was, that was
1: that? Was that you or me? Yeah, that, was, me. that was that um,
2: was that was Leanne. Yeah. I uh I got picked up. Yeah, you did. Yep, I got swept right off my feet yeah, that night. Yeah, you did, night.
1: and I one night myself into an engagement. <laughs>
0: <Nice>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she did. Well, I don't know. Anytime there's something involving tequila, it sounds like a recipe for success to me. So.
1: I
2: it think is. So. It is. I really yeah. do think Always so. Always is.
1: Yeah. yeah. And we're super happy and super excited. In fact, like I said, I, we should probably do a bit of a show when I'm lit or not. The day after, we can have stories where we'll get people to record it, and then we'll do a script for it. I'd be up know. for that. I think we should do a show at the wedding.
2: That would be, be interesting.
1: Fun. I think we should have everybody say something and do like a, a Leanne and Chris kind of 40s episode. What do you mean roast? Nobody wants to roast me. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> too cute. <laughs> don't look at me that way. Okay, so we are going to be back in about two minutes. And take a break and we'll see you soon. Alrighty. Chris, um, on a typical day, what do you do Like when you're driving?
2: Jump in my truck and go. Uh, generally, um, I'll take off from Calgary and head over the mountains, through the snow and everything else, into Vancouver. Head in there, just uh, unload, reload, turn around, come home.
1: So how, how many days are you out?
2: I, will, I can be gone from anywhere from three to five. Three to five days will be gone. It's it, It's way too long.
0: Do you sleep in your truck?
2: Yes, I do. I have a... Uh...
0: Fuck, that would be awesome. It's got a bed in there. Yeah. It doesn't it's got go bunk beds.
2: It's got bunk beds in there. Yeah. do oh, it yeah. It's a nice bed We big...
1: should do like a trip one day, all of us. Nice. The bunk bed. I don't know <laughs> if that's a good idea, though. Really. Paul wants the top bunk.
2: Oh, you can have it. Yeah. A... Just... I, I want
0: to sleep in a truck. Like on a road trip, sleep in a truck. Do you? That's, yeah. You should come with us one that time. That would be awesome.
2: There you go. Plenty of room.
0: I just seem to have nothing going on ever, so yeah, let's do this.
2: It's fairly tall truck, you're As long fairly like tall got kids kid. we're good, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm exactly. down. exactly I'm down we'll uh take that sports car truck of mine right through the mountains, scare the hell, scare you both white,
1: so keeping it together like like when you hit like an avalanche situation or there's major accidents in front of you, actually, there is a story we'd like you to tell um I remember you briefly telling me about a gentleman that you guys kept alive on the side of the highway,
2: yeah, um. That was pretty wild. I was uh, it was a couple, about a year and a half ago. I was coming up through Kicking Horse, which is on this uh, on east side of Golden, and I see this guy performing CPR on this gentleman. So I slammed on my brakes. I backed the truck up a quarter mile to him. I got back there and I was like, "What can I do?" He says, "Take over. My fucking hands are going to fall off." So, um, he apparently he had a heart attack. Um. We were performing CPR. Fifteen minutes later, there was no ambulance. I said, call 911, see where the hell they are. Mm-hmm. They were sending an ambulance from Banff an hour and a half down the highway instead of sending the fire department from Golden, which was eight minutes down the highway. Are you kidding me? No, seriously. I couldn't believe it. Um, so we called them back. fire department shows up in about 12 minutes. And the uh, chief or the captain's on the truck there. He says, I don't know who it was that... Called back and said, get the fire department here, but you probably saved his life.
1: That's cool. So have you ever seen the guy again or heard nope.
2: from him? No. Nope. Um, he was alive when we left. When I left, he was alive. Um, EMS fire had him going, had him breathing, uh, had him on air. And um, I'm going to say 20 minutes down the highway heading east, I passed the ambulance going the other way. So had we waited for the ambulance, probably good chance this guy wouldn't have gone home to his family. That's but, pretty scary. Um, yeah. As as my kid told me, my daughter Nikki told me, um, not all superheroes wear capes.
1: No, they have pink. Some hair. big truck drive big like trucks
2: 80s. and have pink hair. <laughs> yeah,
1: looks like they're from the 80s. They mm-hmm. just walked off an 80s um, billboard <laughs> or something.
2: That's oh, so the, the Chaps,
1: isn't that what we said the other day? You're gonna wear chaps or something? Oh no, that was Andrew who said he was gonna wear assless chaps to my wedding.
2: Oh, I got a pair Phillips. of those.
1: Oh really? Yeah, I was gonna kill him. Andy? Yeah, he's That'd like, I'm gonna wear a speedo, and I'm like, no, you're not. He's like, the assless chaps. I'm like,
0: no. I will do assless chaps.
2: I got a pair. I want to break. Yeah.
1: You're not wearing assless chaps in the pictures. You can oh, do it. But uh, the... I can
2: do it at the dance.
0: How I about,
1: think about that's you just perfect. do it the, the night? banana hammock
0: and assless chaps?
1: How, do you, how about you do it the? Hey, you could be it my stripper it. for my stagette. Oh
0: okay. That was easy.
2: Hey, Tammy!
1: (laughs) Guess what? We got Paul for a stripper.
2: You get a fireman's hat and you're totally in.
0: Right? Yeah. I got the hose.
1: Yeah, we know. (laughs) I got the hose, brother. You got the hose. Um, So what's the best piece of advice for anybody that you can give them since you've had 33 years in that industry?
2: Stay in school.
1: Yeah?
2: Yep. Don't do it. It ain't worth it. It's... uh, yeah, if you're young, if if you're young, don't have a family, it's yeah. great. Travel the states; you see more of the country than most in, in a year than most people see in a lifetime. Mm-hmm. And I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of North America. Um, I used to, I used to truck all the way up north on the ice roads and stuff. Um, scary thing, but uh, you know what? If you want to do it, do it while you're young and get the hell out because it's uh, it's not it's not a family. It's not a job for family, man. It's not something yeah, it's that you want hard. to be doing when you have family? No, it's too hard so on me. So, what hard are your, your future
1: plans for your career, then?
2: Get off the highway. Um, find something around town here that's... Uh,
1: and terrorize your wife. Yep. Your soon-to-be wife. Yeah. Cool. And support Abuser's me in my show.
2: Yes, yeah, support, support... He's
1: one of my biggest supporters. He lays in bed with me at night and kills himself laughing. Oh, jeez. Parker's story about the dentist was his favorite. That like seriously! I just about well spit my dentures out listening to that one. Yeah, so Parker is going to be back next week with Parker's Corner. We're going to be recording on Monday with him, and uh, we are really excited now that we've got better sound to see how this is going to go. Uh, thanks for listening to us today, Paul. You got anything to say?
0: Um, I've actually talked a lot more. I usually talk and I don't really I think I've talked myself out of any questions right I know yeah. I'm still taking credit for your guys' union and I'm going to probably bring that up at the wedding again as well And
2: allow me to shake your hand oh, on that my friend. Uh, thank you
1: well thank you for joining us thank you for having me and we look forward to talking to you guys next week on your effing 40s we have Glass by Claire you can find us on
0: uh, SoundCloud SoundCloud I can't remember all the names of them everything so Google SoundCloud. Play. Google Play was it Sirius? No, Sirius. iTunes. It. iTunes, that's it. Yeah. Sirius is a radio thing. Of and I'm yeah. sure
1: that um, Graham's probably going to interject that part and fix it afterwards. He's going to can't remember. Yeah, we suck. But thank you for joining us, Chris, and being my guinea pig tonight. And thanks, my Paul, pleasure. for bringing your children and hanging out with us doing the interview. We know you got lots going it on. It was
0: my pleasure.
1: And we love you all, and we look forward to you listening to our show next week.